Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. IFL TV proudly sponsored by Everlast, and I've got to say I'm delighted to be joined by the IBO lightweight world champion Maxi Hughes. Uh, Mac- Maxi, um, first and foremost, mate, explain that get up, mate. Explain that hat. This is this is Miss Summer hat, you know, and um, it's, me- it's meant it's meant for like Showtime and that, isn't it? It's a bit of a bit of a statement that you know somewhere like Las Vegas and that. I think I'd I'd blend right in them in Las Vegas, wouldn't I? I'd look I'd look the part. You look the part. Well, <laughs> the only reason for you to go to Vegas, mate, is for a big, huge fight night. Is that what you're hinting at? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. We've had we've had a certain undisputed champion mentioning that he, he might want the IBO belt. Um, you know, and uh, I've I've got my gloves, and I'm I'm I can travel. So, got gloves, will travel if that's what if that's what can get made. Well, I seen on your Instagram you posted. Um, Max Hughes was on the Boxing Voice podcast. Eh, Max Hughes, eh, Devin Haney was on the Boxing Voice podcast, and uh, he basically said he wants to clean up everything. And he, he said, "I would want, I want the IBO belt." Um, yeah. So, your your initial thoughts on that? When you heard that, and you heard that he wants the IBO belt in Las Vegas just to clean up that whole, whole division, he's got everything in the division. What, what, what was your initial thoughts? Uh, it was it was nice to hear the undisputed champ. Like giving the IBO recognition, you know, as it's not one of the main four, it sometimes gets a bit of stick from certain people. But you know, for for Devon to to say that it's something that he wants, you know, it, it you know it, it's all it, it's like a little nod for me that um, that's how I took it. And you know, I, I understand that he's he's obviously in a in a rematch clause um, with Cambosos, um, so don't know the likelihood. Of of me being able to fight him next, especially next anyway. So, um, but yeah, it's it's exciting that that somebody, you know, the undisputed champs mentioning that and mentioning my name. Uh, that excites me. They're the fights that I want. Um, I'm trying not to get too excited about it because 
as you might have seen recently, we, we was in negotiations with Ryan Garcia, and when that fight didn't come off for me, I, you know, I, I was I was sulking. Um, I felt it a bit of a kicking teeth, and I was sulking. So naturally, now I'm not trying to get too excited about things because, you know, enough, nothing might come of it. So um, I don't I don't want to end up sulking again and being gutted again, but. I understand that him and Eddie Earn have, have got a good relationship. So, you know, if Eddie sees it, maybe he can he can have the conversation and say, is there any ways around the the, the rematch clause, or you know, is the, can you have a fight between? We'll see. But you know, they're the fights that I want. Um, I feel like I've earned them. I've you know, I've been twelve years a pro. So they're they're the fights that I want, and and Eddie knows that, and Eddie's you know Eddie's promised that he's he's looking for them fights from me, you know he wants me to get them, them big paydays, and you know to have a shot at the undisputed, you know it's beyond a dream, you know I never even dreamed of the undisputed, but you know that quickly comes into sight, you know I can set my sights on that and and train and work towards that. What would be great if that did come off? Obviously nobody would give me a chance, so. You know, again, being an underdog, I'd, I'd love it. I'd thrive in that. The thing is, Maxie, like we, we, I've known you for a long time now and been at a lot of your fights, and maybe I, I probably was one of them guys that never thought that where that the opportunity for you fighting in Las Vegas for all the belts would ever come in your career, and that's probably. Yeah. But that's how crazy this sport is, man. It's like if yeah, you work yeah. hard enough, if you work hard, dig your just get the bite down your gum shield and just keep going at it like good things will happen yeah. and your testament to that because I mean after the the Walsh fight I think it was Liam Walsh fight you, you didn't want to box again but now look where you are so I mean I is, this, is this beyond your wildest dreams absolutely yeah you know since since beating John O'Carroll you know when I got brought in to keep him busy uh, momentum started growing and you know I started setting new goals uh, and my ultimate goal was just to win the British you know, when that, you know, when I'd achieved that, you know, start setting just li- just little goals, you know, immediately it wasn't to fight for world titles. It were just go down the route of defending British and, you know, and just get some get some more paydays. So I'd, I'd not even set the goals of, you know, I'd set, I'd, after beating Straffan, I'd set the goal of fighting for one of the other four main world titles. Um, but, you know, I never, you know, never thought and dreamt of, you know, let's let's talk undisputed, you know, all the marbles. So, you know, now that now that the the undisputed champion is mentioned in the IBO and saying he want, you know, he he wants to add that to his collection. You know, he's got a healthy amount of belts that I want to add to my collection. You know, and it's something I'd I'd not even thought about really. But you know, now now that he mentions it, thinking, you know what. I'd I'd love the opportunity uh, to go and to go and do that. Max, you you talked about the Cambosis rematch for Devin Haney. He might activate that, George. But did you watch that fight at the weekend there? And your thoughts on it? I've not watched the full fight. I've um, I've re- I've read the full report and I watched the highlights and you know spoke to a few people who who did watch it. Um, I've seen it's now come available on YouTube um, to watch the full fight. So I will watch it, but. Just reading, reading on and seeing the highlights, it just seemed, you know, Dev, Devin was able to establish his jab and have success with that early, and didn't need, didn't need to change too much from that. And you know, he he boxed and moved, and 
and did it clinically enough that you know he, he nearly won every round. Um, so credit credit to him for you know, for for making it seem easy. Uh, obviously, it won't have been easy if he'd had the ferocious Cambosas on his case for twelve rounds trying to let the hands go. So you know he he went away from home. Um, you know he had the issues. He did get finally get his dad there, but he'd been without him for four weeks. So fair play to him for for going to the champions back garden and, and taking the belts, just like George did with Tio. Um, you know, and and I'd love that. You know, I oh, I I watched all the build up and that to Cambosas when he took the belts from Tia Fimo, and you know I took inspiration from that how he handled it as the underdog and in, in the champions back garden. And same again with Haney. You know, and and I'd love my chance to do that, go to the champions back garden and. And steal them belts. Um, you know, I think if that were to happen, I think there should definitely be a film about me then. <laughs> Cinderella Man Part Two. If I go and if I go and clear up the division, you know, got to be a film or at least a book deal anyway. <laughs> oh, definitely a book deal anyway. Definitely. Um, yeah. I might, I, listen, I'm, I'm a good actor. I might play Max is using the in the film. If that's all right. <laughs> you you look like a little bit. What's your, um, what's your note? What's your what's your Yorkshire accent like? Oh mate, it's all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work it. I'll get. I'll get. I'll get an accent coach or something along them lines. Uh, yeah. Listen, Maxie. Obviously, Devin Haney, man, he's he's twenty eight and old. He's twenty three years old. Uh, he's fresh. He's young. He's still hungry, even though he's got all the belts. So, what what do you have to do to beat him? I mean, if you look at the Hoggy Lenares fight, I mean, Hoggy had great success against him being the, the southpaw, but again, jo- Jojo Diaz is a southpaw and he didn't have that much success, but can you sort of implement a sort of similar game plan to Hoggy Lenares and because you are that southpaw stance and we all know that orthodox fighters in the southpaw, they hate each other. So yeah. do you think that, what do you have to do to beat Devin Haney? Because like I said, he's young, hungry, he's fresh and he's doing all the right things. So how can you beat him? I have to be smart. I have to be tricky and, and make it awkward. And and I don't think I get enough credit for that. Um, you know, I speak to spoke recently to the to Walshers, and they obviously they had a game plan um, to try and you know try and get success in the fight that we had. But I just you know they didn't realise how clever and tricky I was. You know, since boxing, Liam. You know how much I have come on, and I feel I am forever improving. You know. I, do work hard and practice a lot of things. So, you know, me and Sean, we would would sit down, have a look, and think of a few ways to make ourselves more awkward and tricky, and been you know be able to get success. So, we we would just work and and be able to adapt. You know, and as I'm the older man, I would you know I would have to old man him. Um, you know, be the wise old fox, and um, you know the the trick the trickier awkward man, and and. Um, do what do what's necessary to to come out on top. Linares is an old man. Gamboa was an old man. I mean, these wise old foxes <laughs> don't seem to be doing the trick against uh, a young fox like David Haney. No, but then they're not Max Hughes, are they? Good they're answer. Good looking man. They're not a good looking man. We're good at from Yorkshire, are they? Definitely not, mate. <laughs> Definitely not. Listen, if Devin does see this, um, I mean, you you heard his comments on on the podcast with my good mate Danny Alvarez. I'll give him a shout out. You've heard that thing, so. Do you have a message for Devin Heaney? Uh, yeah, if, if if the fight, whatever the complications are with the rematch calls, if that doesn't happen, uh, I'm with I'm with Eddie and Devin and his his family are good friends. They have got a good relationship with Eddie. 
it's just it's just a phone call away. You know, I'm I'm eager and eager. I'm chomping at a bit for these opportunities. So it's only a phone call away, and I, I'm ready. I'm waiting. Whenever whenever you are, champ. So just give us a ring, give us a quick tinkle, and we'll be there. You know what was that song that Michael Jackson sung? Whenever you need me, I'll be there. Say it, sing it, sing it. Let me hear it. I sung it. I sung it earlier to my wife, and she says, "Don't do that again." I'm not for anybody else through that pain. <laughs> listen, my dog just walked in. Listen, Maxie. Listen, thank you so much for doing this for TV on, especially on a, a Thursday afternoon. I do appreciate your time. So, listen, fingers crossed for you. Like I said before, that these fights come off and you, and you get this. But, um, listen, I'll be watching closely, and hopefully, this gets put. Up. Um, this fight gets made. Hopefully, so, mate, you, mate. hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Listen, Maxie. Cheers, mate. I appreciate that. Cheers, Andy. Speak soon, pal. Cheers, Maxie. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.